Nurses station. Hey everybody, welcome back to the tenth floor. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Kat. Hey. Good morning. Hi. And you here? You're riding up the elevator all the way up to the tenth floor. And uh, I don't know. There's like Christmas, Christmas music playing. Of course, there's Christmas music playing. Christmas music, right? You Christmas know, it's like um, you know, da 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 da. I don't know Christmas songs right now. What's wrong with me? I, you know what it is? I don't have a long commute anymore. Uh, yeah. I don't have a long commute anymore, and since I don't have a long commute anymore. And you used to always listen to Christmas music on the radio during Christmas. I would, time. I would, I would, and I don't know what the the station is down here in LA because I haven't browsed around because I'm not in the car long enough. I'm not in the car long enough, so I. I so well, it's nothing new, though, right? I mean, it's all just the same stuff. Well, of course, it's all the same stuff. I mean, every once in a while, somebody come out with something, but typically, it's not new. It's just their version of what's already there. Yes, <laughs> right. It's just right? a, a re re rendition. You know, you can go all the way back to Bing Crosby, all the way to the Backstreet Boys. To I, I don't know what's what's in right now. B BTK. Well, Backstreet Boys got an album out this year for Christmas. Well, of course they did. And they got a Christmas special, too. All of those 30-year-old younger sisters out there need to get their Backstreet Boys albums. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess 32-year-old younger sisters. It's now. not like yeah. I haven't seen the Backstreet Boys like eight times. Eight times live. You've probably seen them more times than Donny Osmond. I have seen them more times than Donny Osmond. <laughs> I think I've oh. seen Donny Osmond. I've seen Donny Osmond three times. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I've seen Donny Osmond four times. And one time so close you could almost touch him. And one time I did touch him. <laughs> well, Last I'm, time. Well, as, we, as, we're, as we're riding up the elevator all the way to the 10th floor, we've stopped on floors 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9 to pick up our friends. Mary, Cheryl, Chandra's here, Kelly Publicover is here, Susan's here. Uh, who else is here? Who, who, who? Well, that's all that's that's talked in the chat so far. But you know, hey, hey to everybody else. Hi, hi, welcome. Hi, to the show. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. So, if you didn't join us for our little half half hour of fun yesterday, mm. I guess you can go back to watch that. Uh, it's slightly, you know, I, I gotta say, my I, I I know that I appreciate it, and I know that I know that the people that tuned in and the people that tweeted after also appreciated the intense amount of effort that you put into your crystal look yesterday. I did. I did. I think that was the most makeup I've ever had on my face. Really, I mean, I, I, too. I was caked up. You, yes, you were. You were loaded up with the makeup, but it was it was stunning. I don't. I don't well, know what it is about makeup in twenty twenty two, but people can really nail it. It doesn't look like pancake powder makeup like it did on those Christmas episodes we were watching of All My Children in the eighties. Well, yeah, I think products are a little better than they used to be. And, uh, <laughs> makeup technology has expanded. You want to learn how to do some makeup? Look at the TikTok. <laughs> That's true. That's I true. have learned how to do to shadow a hooded eye. Hey, you know, the lights aren't on on the tree. Oh, they're not. Oh, no. Is there a oh, button? Is there a button nearby? Okay, Ma's going to put those buttons on. Uh, while we're saying it, uh, while you're doing that, I know you can still hear me. Uh, Cheryl says you were hot. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> so does Kelly. Kelly says Cat was hot. You know, I even also thank got a private. You, I got a, hey, I even got a private text message from James Lunt Jr. saying how hot you were in that dress. Oh my god! You know what that was, you guys? That was my Donny Osmond dress. Mm-hmm. That dress. That was my Donny Osmond dress that I wore when I want get got to meet him. 
Yeah. That was my Donny Osmond. And I bought it at the Goodwill for like five freaking bucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Melissa, while you were um, skulking around in the GH labs, I imagine you mean the basement labs, did you come across anybody that should be dead and is just a, like frozen in a cryogenic tube that Helena forgot to tell anybody about? Let us know. Let us know. Right. Wow, look at you. Look at look at that brightness. It's just so holiday. It is holiday. It is, it is, it is. And for the people that didn't catch the sweater vest last time, there's a snowman and candy canes on it. And I've had this for, I've, yeah, so I had this for about, oh gosh, it's probably going on 10 years now I've had this thing. And it's become my, my Christmas sweater more than my wrestling sweater. But I did get it for a wrestling bit because my character was such a dork that this totally fit with the repertoire of costuming. And so well, on see, December shows, this is what I decided to wear. You see my, my Christmassy cowboy boot? Oh, yes. Yes, reminiscent of the cowboy boot you used to kick the tar out of that kid in the third grade. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Crystal left this in my house yesterday. Crystal Chris, left it for me. Crystal Carey came on by and just dropped it out for you. When she boot scooted out of here, she left me a boot scoot. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's festive stand up i'm not gonna stand up i i i'm just gonna show it show show this you, you don't need to see the the over overstretched and tattered shirt that i am wearing underneath because it is sunday morning and i don't try well you know what well i try a little bit <laughs> i know you, I, do. I, you get older you gotta try a little bit um you know what i got on i got myself on some see look at her <gasps> Look at her. Even, even even the areas that you're not going to see on the broadcast, she has just dressed to a T. You know, <laughs> it, it's just the stunning stylings of my mother out there. Um, she'd fit right into a soap, really. Just give her the give her give her a soap costuming budget. She's going to show up in shoulder pads. You know, sparkling oh, garments. I tell you, my dream is the red carpet. Of the next nurses ball, Matt and oh, Catherine, red carpet. We got to reach out to Kelly Tebow and have her be like, "All right, I don't know if you filmed your birthday party yet, which I'm pretty sure they have, because there was pictures of of, of Tabiana Ali and uh, Nicholas Chavez dressed in what looked to be New Year's attire, just from the style." Yeah, if if we ought to relook at those photos mm -hmm. because that would tell you if you can tell from the scenery at all. That it's the haunted star. Yeah. Because that's what Brit is trying to rent out is the haunted mm -hmm. star. And it has a very distinct look, the haunted star does. Yeah, they're so, like the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Money's no object. I'm burning through all of my cash before I go into. I guess she's assuming she's going to die very soon. I, I, yeah. it's like it's like Brit is forgetting the uh well there we go hey we're starting to talk about the week hey everybody uh <laughs> um it seems as though Brit is leaning more toward I'm going to be dead in a year rather than I'm going to need to be in hospice in a year mm, I, I don't I don't necessarily get that from her I get that you know she's not going to be she's not gonna be well enough to enjoy anything she thinks you know that she's going to be uh needing assistance all the time in a very well, short amount. I mean, how, how 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 much money does Britt have? I know that she's been a doctor, but she's also been on the run and I know that she's Faison's kid. But then I don't I don't know how much how much money does she have access to? See that that that's that that's what we come into the big question marks on this particular soap. So watching back all my children, you could see like how loaded these people are. You could just see that they got some cash, right? 
But then you've mm-hmm. got somebody like Maxie, who's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire now because of going public with, uh, um, with uh, Deception. Yeah, but didn't everything kind of crash and burn though? And, well, I don't think so. Happened? But then when you when you when you do that initial thing, and then you sell a bunch of that stock right away, don't you? So you do you, you liquidate a little bit. I don't know how it works, but my assumption is she's got buku dollars now. I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, Sasha still has a bunch of money. That's why Gladys is spending it all at the poker games. But then you got Maxie still running around in these sweaters and living in that same apartment forever. So when it comes down to it, she doesn't have that same I am a mega rich look that you would see from like I mean Erica Kane might be a poor example because of how glamorous she was but that's the idea so when it comes down to it I don't know how much money Nina has I don't know how much money TJ has I don't know how much money Molly has I don't know how much money Alexis has they're fine it seems everybody but Elizabeth seems to be fine yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth always the one crying in her beer about being broke, huh? Yes, yes, always. Yeah. Except for right now. Now she's got plenty of time to go hang out on Spoon Island. Yeah. She doesn't need to take any extra shifts because Cameron took a job at Kelly's, I guess, because of, of the incredible salary that you make at Kelly's. Um, <laughs> oh, man, I'm being mean. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kat needs to wear her dress and comment on the nurse's ball outfits like she's Joan Rivers. So add Brit's uh, red carpet onto the uh, Haunted Star. You could just be like, look at her. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 look at those shoes, those pumps, those pumps straight out from 1982, walking straight on, right onto the Haunted Star. That's my, my Joan Rivers. Do you like it? Sure. Oh, that, that's my mom's sure. That's not, that's not <laughs> that I actually like that sure. That's the supportive I'm not going to say no sure. <laughs> Uh, Chandra says that Nina is filthy rich. She had a trust fund plus inherited money. Who? Nina. Yes. That's why her mama put her in a coma. Oh, so she wouldn't get out her trust fund. Yeah. Because her rich daddy. Yeah. Yeah. She had like a like a a financial person dad. Mm-hmm. But he was crooked. Who's who's not in the magazine? Is, is she still running the magazine? Well, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> well, we've always said that, you know, Crimson doesn't really need leadership. Uh, no, he no. take off all the time. Cr- Crimson know? doesn't even need employees. No. <laughs> oh, we He's got all kinds of theories right now going on about how rich these people are. Uh, Britt does have money, says Daisy. Hey, Daisy, welcome to the show. Nina's an heiress. Um, uh, uh, Daisy's theorizing that Nina's a multimillionaire around $20 million and also theorizing that Jocelyn is an heiress and would assume around $250 million. Yeah, but her dad is still alive. I mean, yeah, so Jax was supposed to be like the richest person on the campus, right? Like he was supposed to ride with the Cassidines when it came to how much money he had. And then when it came down to it, he didn't really have to share it because it was just me. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, he had his Lady Jane Ma and stuff and junk, but it wasn't as like, I got all these kids and all these partners and Jason's also rich because of me, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Madeline didn't want Nina's husband to get her money. So I guess we're talking about Silas? Yeah. Silas Clay. Silas Clay, that bastard. (laughs) That bastard. That rat bastard. Father of so many. 
so many. Hey, Melissa's going to host uh, a Christmas Eve with Costco Pizza this year. She just sent a text. Thanks, Melissa, from chat. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm talking about my sister. Uh, let's see here. I don't think Nina's mother hated her hubby. I, well, I don't know, Cheryl. But I, I really wasn't watching the show at the time. So I know that Nina's mom was played by a celebrity lady. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Mills. Mills? Uh, yeah. Another Heather actress. Mills. Allie Mills? No, Allie uh, Mills plays Heather Weber. Yeah. Another Donna Mills. Mills. Donna Mills, yeah! Oh, Donna Mills. Chris kind of person. Falcon Chris, one of those, uh, Milrow, I don't know. Donna Mills. So Donna Mills played uh, Madeline that, Reeves. That's who played Madeline, yeah. Yeah, and she was on, and then she died off camera, and then Valentine was like, oh no, your mom died, and then stuff. And Sasha, oh, that's the whole Sasha introduction thing. That was years ago now. Uh-huh. Oh, Cheryl does think that Nina's uh, mama hated her hubby. So that, that's totally the story then. We got a lot of agreement in the chat. Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. I didn't watch any Knott's Landing. Hey, Donna. I, yeah. watch, I don't know. Is there time in my either. life for Knott's Landing? Uh, no, I was uh, the only really no nighttime soap that I really watched uh, a lot of was um, Dynasty. Mm, now talk about shoulder pads dynasty oh my gosh the shoulder pads were as big as the sets yeah like they had to they had to enter the room sideways on dynasty yeah. <laughs> do you remember i some of you guys probably do do you remember a skit that carol burnett did where she has like a drapery rod across <laughs> her back and she, she's depicting scarlet o'hara actually uh-huh and a big old thing. That's her not that's what 80 shoulder pads remind me of. Like these, you know, like like going after linebacker kind of thing. <laughs> I just I just I want a time machine, man. Sometimes sometimes I see some stuff on, on TV or in movies and I'm just like, I want to go back. I want to go back to that time and experience it as it as an adult. 86 to 89, 90, you know, I was I was three. I don't remember nothing. I remember Sesame Street. You know, that's what I remember from the 80s. I re yeah. Well, the 80s was just like loud colors and, and big hair. Biggest big. hair ever. Everything was big. Shoulder pads were big. Neon, neon clothes was big. Uh, big old shoulder pads in your clothes. Very vivid makeup. And big hair. <laughs> Biggest hair ever. Oh, my goodness. That's so fun to see. I really couldn't do the big hair. My hair has always been baby fine, thin, thin, thin. So I really couldn't do big hair. No, nah, but you got the perm. You got the perm. I saw the perm. I remember the perm. I, I did. I remember the perm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But to, to go back and, and to live in a time that you could be, like, incredibly wasteful, but it wasn't so bad that the world was so dirty yet, you know? Like, you didn't, you, you didn't, like, it was the cusping point where you needed to start put pushing the brakes on how much you were throwing away. But it wasn't to the point. But then everything was covered in like to like cigarette smoke, and everything was yellow, right? Well, in the eighties, that was starting to go away a little bit. I mean, you know, yeah. you know, like in the six fifties, sixties, seventies. You know, now today, you don't really know any. You don't hardly know any cigarette smokers to begin with. But no. if you do know some, they don't smoke inside their homes anymore. Nah, they go outside. They go outside. Everybody goes outside. Yeah. Back in the day, that didn't that didn't happen. Oh, no, I remember. I remember going to like hometown buffet when they still had like, do you want the smoking section or the regular section? <laughs> and the smoking section was like this, this, this doored off place in the corner. 
You had, it had to, to have been, been nasty in there. And you had to have been with your grandma. Probably. <laughs> she loved that hometown buffet. Oh, granny. Uh, hometown know, buffet. That. God, she loved hometown. That's very true. She did. She did. <laughs> What's the other one that's around here? It barely survived COVID. But there is a, one oh, other. It doesn't matter. Around. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah donna mills from from knots landing um we got a feeling here from kelly publicover that um the that brit's party will go wrong because the haunted star is jinxed and then we've got some musings that will the hook killer strike at new year's and so now we're leading into what i think i think this that the likelihood of that is strong because of what we were talking about before we went on the air, Ma, when it came yeah. to the fact that Esme is not the hook. She certainly is not the hook. We yeah. never thought she was anyway. No, not really. Not really. Esme is not the hook, which which definitely gives, puts us back to Mr. Rory Cabrera. Now, here, here's a couple of things that I was thinking about this week. Okay. All right. So they were, um, so especially when it came to the Ryan situation and the Blink, 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 blink. I'm going to help you with everything. Blinkity, blink, 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 right? Getting... <laughs> Ava, Ava, when she walked in, get to blinking. <laughs> get to blinking. <laughs> Not to get to talking. Get to blinking. Get to blinking. <laughs> hey, blinking. Hey, blinking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Robin Hood men in tights. Anyway. Um, mm. So lots of Ryan this week, but it starts off with the, with, the, with the blinky help. So we're getting a little bit of my Hannibal Lecter Ryan that I wanted. Just a smidgen. He's helping the law try to, I guess, figure out Esme and probably mostly as a way to figure out what the F happened to Esme because she showed up and then right. he didn't see her. So he's like, maybe right. I can pull some information about what's going on with Esme from this interview. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't see why else he'd be cooperative. No. Especially since he knows she's not the hook. Yeah. Like he knew before even reading the letter. Is and she capable? Yeah. Is she? Nah. No. And if she was hooked he, he she would actually told him she tells him all her oh, yeah she would have told him she would have told him for sure she would have sauntered in there before uh winding up in windermere going i was i'm doing it daddy i'm a mass murderer just like you mm -hmm. yeah but that didn't happen so anyway so he's like oh oh blink 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 which really means hey you know this letter's talking about me and mine but and you know who was talking about having a huge ass family this week Rari. You just come in and out. My grandma's constantly cooking. Cousins, they tackle me. Oh man. It's great and wonderful. It's it's full of Americana and culture. And I'm gonna protect it with my life and murder everyone who threatens it. Yeah. I could be that. It could be. It could be. I I yeah. It mm. could be be like a he could be like a Norman Bates kind of guy, you know, dressed I'm into up like it. I am into it. All right. like a girl a little bit because they keep on saying it's a female. Why he's just tiny. He's just little. <laughs> yes, he's not a you're right. He's not quite a huge stature. He doesn't. No, no, he's not a big guy. He's not a big but guy. But I tell you, and and Rory getting madder by the moment too, because you know, when Spencer came into that restaurant, he kind of punked him. Oh yeah, he was he was he was a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> you could see on Rory's face too how how just irritated he was. Was Rory or the ADA says the chat. Well, here's the thing, chat. Maybe it's both. We got a scream situation. Hmm? Huh? My mom and dad are gonna be so mad 
That's what Rory's going to say. Uh, <laughs> so maybe it's Rory and the ADA, you know, uh, you know, maybe, maybe there was more to Victor and Rory's interaction than met the eye, you know, maybe he's talking about something else. Maybe Victor's like, you know, he's like, no when to quit officer Cabrera. Maybe that means no when to follow my orders and stay away from trainer. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're going to see. Maybe. Stephanie agrees with me. Thank you. Thank well, I, you know, you had that theory a few weeks ago, and then as time progressed, I thought, man, I don't think I don't think he's swimming in the right in the right river with that. But now I'm thinking, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm afraid. I wonder who he's going to try to hook, though. He's he's going to try to hook somebody. Maybe he's going to try to hook Spencer. He might try to hook Spencer. He could try to hook. Um, he could try to hook just anybody. Jordan, Curtis. I mean, maybe what what happens when, what happens when he starts to cross the line like a like a like a Heather Weber or Ryan Chamberlain type of fixation? You know, like Trina starts right. going, "Oh man, Curtis is all over my back all the time. I really wish he'd leave me alone for a while." Boom, hooked. You know. Hmm? Right. Mm -hmm. The ADA is Rory's mom, says Melissa. Now that 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 doesn't end. That's not a setup to a punchline. That seems like an actual, like an actual theory there, Melissa. And I I don't know. I'm kind of into it. Why not? Why not? Cousins, sisters. Um, Rory used to be a woman. I don't know. You know. You know. Uh, sad that somebody having a large and loving family is an immediate relief. <laughs> It's an immediate red flag on the show. That's true. <laughs> it's true, especially true. in this situation. Uh, the hook killer will be Sasha. Nah, come on. Yeah. Leave Sasha alone. You know, like, I, I'm ready to put a blanket up behind me and to just cry. Leave Sasha alone. <laughs> you know, you know. Blinken yeah. reminded me of one of Sasha's reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa's reindeer, excuse me uh oh goodness someone will die on christmas oh come on can we not can we have a death-free christmas this year in port charles that'd be great i mean last year we lost yeah. liam yeah you know oh you know it's been a big year for general hospital you know what we're gonna have to do at the end of the year ma we're gonna have to do a 2022 in review you know we haven't done that on the 10th floor ever no we haven't so you know but we could do a year also... review, and it would help us when it comes to emmy time because we're gonna remember the 12 months that it's covered boom <laughs> okay. We have to do that. We have to do a little homework to do that. And you know, both of us are kind of lazy when it comes to all that. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what's helpful? You know what's super helpful is this library of, of YouTube that we have. You know how you can go on our YouTube channel and see every episode of the tenth floor that we broadcast live for all of you people. Uh, with true. that comes dates and you also the pictures that I have put up as the cover art for every single one of them. So really, you can go back to just our first show in January and just look at the pictures. And that kind of reminds you a little bit of what's been going on. That's true. Esme got pregnant this year. And she sure did. She started, I mean, she's about six months pregnant now, according to my math, Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Cheryl can't stand the assistant mayor. Um, no sad GH holidays once, uh, Chandra. And then Liam will be back in a few decades, says Melissa. Don't worry, infants are rare. <laughs> uh, infants rarely never come back in soaps. I don't know. I don't know. What? That, that was a contradictory statement, Melissa. I'm not sure. A 2022 GH 10th floor montage. Oh, gosh, Kelly, you're asking me to edit something together? <laughs> Um, here, this is what you can do. All right. Um, all of these shows are in the, um, 
on the 10th floor 2022 playlist which auto plays so you just click the first episode and you leave it alone and it's gonna go through every single episode that we have broadcast this year which is you know gonna be at least 50 bare minimum 50. well she gonna get sick of us if she does that <laughs> no it's impossible impossible uh all right um this is a good launching point here we go here we go melissa says melissa says melissa you're loud by the way it's her handle <laughs> um elizabeth is going to pretend that esme's kid is hers this is where we're at all right friday we got the cross it we got we got we're at a, we're at a point we're at a point elizabeth didn't answer finn on friday so that all means right. on monday she could go uh, surprise you're gonna have um you're gonna have daughter cousins yay yeah that's that could happen however you know I, th I did think about that and when i was watching it but they have never shown us um elizabeth and finn consummating their relationship <laughs> but i don't understand elizabeth we uh I never slipped you the willy, right? <laughs> and, and then and then she'll go. Oh, remember that time that we were in the hot tub? <laughs> they just swam out. And, well, here we um, go. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that doesn't sound medically possible, Elizabeth. And I'm a doctor. <laughs> well, I'm a nurse. I guess you're right. <laughs> or maybe she'll pull at the fact. Like, you remember that time that we. That we had too much to drink. You don't, don't remember. remember. You don't remember, Finn, but on your birthday. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. You both or, maybe, oh, or maybe she could possibly. No, it wouldn't match up. She could just like jump his bones tomorrow. Well, the, I mean, the thing is, though, like if 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 Elizabeth does like chat saying, oh, she'll say it's it's Nicholas's, which is just asking for drama. So I don't know about that. Maybe. Uh, but here's the thing, though. Esme is six months pregnant and um, Elizabeth clearly isn't. So that's a complication as well when it comes to claiming it's hers. Uh, I, I know that you could be like a minimal shower, but uh, that's that's pretty minimal there, Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah, and that would make no sense because she's already had three babies and she's real thin, so she should look knocked up. You know, you know, <laughs> Becky, Becky Herbst has had a number of children on herself, so, you know, that's a natural rocking body that she's got. Yeah. You know, like, I wish I had days. that Hollywood time and money. You know, pe people are like, oh, man, why isn't Elizabeth on the show more? It's because she's watching her diet and exercising. That's what she's doing, you know? I bet she's also enjoying the hell being, a, being a, like a present mom to her kids. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, going and playing pretend a couple of days a week? You go and play play pretend on set, play a character that everybody loves and wants to see more, no matter what the character's up to and doing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's some job security. And then sure. you go home and you're like, hey, I made some waffles. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You being on a soap. I mean, that's got to be. Your set is always in the same place. That's got to be super cool. Yeah, you know, I would love to do that. I've been that type of person though. That's that's like wanted to find a job that you work at for forty years. I, I know that's that's just not the not the culture anymore. Oh, it used to be. But um, but yeah, that that's that's what I've wanted to do. That hasn't even been the culture for my generation, really. I mm. mean, you know, in the past, when I back when I had my career, the only way to make good money was to jump around a little bit. 
Well, I mean, you, you got to play the game, I guess, and, and, and compare yeah. these employers against each other and kind of threaten to leave and see where the limit is and all of that kind of nonsense. Uh, yeah. But but the idea, uh, I don't know, maybe I was just, I watched too many movies. Um, but the idea of just, you know, working <laughs> at the one place and having them take care of you, that, that sounds pretty nice. So maybe I can just be really wealthy. Really? Someday? You know, maybe I'll just be really wealthy one day and then, um, you know, be done. Yeah, you you know? Just, just you know not work anymore just just be a casadine when that be done <laughs> oh man um uh, uh, chandra hopes that elizabeth doesn't go that route because uh she needs uh, she and we need a break from baby swapping um i don't know i guess jonah 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 wiley was a baby swap um yeah. oh bailey lou bailey lou was a baby swap yeah, baby, baby with, Lou. Yeah, baby swap with no second baby. With no second baby, <laughs> <laughs> just a just a just a fake pregnancy the whole time from. But yeah, but it was it was kind of a swap though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess uh, yeah okay yeah we can we can give the swaps a break. But here's the thing: you just can't get married, all right, on the show without it being complicated in some way. You can't have yeah. a baby without it being complicated in some way. You're gonna either have the baby on the side of the road, or somebody's gonna take it. <laughs> or it's gonna be. Or, or it's going to have some kind of medical emergency. If it's born in the hospital, it's going to have a medical emergency and born be very early. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, if it's full term and you're fine, you got to have the baby in a ditch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, so Sam had a baby in a ditch. Um, um, she, uh, yeah. Uh, so God, what's that? Kit Scout Scout was born in a ditch. Um, Wiley. Wiley was in a ditch. Wiley was on the side of the road. Yep. Okay. Right. Wiley on the side of the road. Uh, Liam was born yeah. in the hospital, so that was that was good. That was good. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But Victoria looks to. But that's Victoria... what I say. Hmm? That goes along with what I said, though, because, hmm. you know, Liam was born in the hospital, but he had tremendous issues. Big complications, ruptured placenta, that sort of stuff. Uh, Victoria looks forward to Spencer's face in reaction when he finds out that Esme is pregnant by Nicholas. And it will be some really, uh, it's just going to be some of the most watched TV. I think so, too, when that when that's heating up. Because here's the thing, that that isn't something that's just going to randomly pop off. It, at least it shouldn't. Spencer shouldn't find out about that at uh, 2.07 on a Wednesday, you know? Like, mm -hmm. there needs to be a build-up, a, a breathy Nicholas at the end of a Friday going, I don't know if I can keep lying to you, Spencer. Right? Yeah. And then we yeah. have the weekend, yeah. and it picks up on Monday where he's like, I miss me's baby daddy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know... Nicholas, people are going to figure it out because he's people, he don't want them there. And it just doesn't make sense that he doesn't want them there. Right, right. Uh, it's it's simple terror from people going into the North Tower and finding Esme. Like just mm -hmm. simple, pure terror or a staffer um, being loose lipped because there are more Cassadines on the property. And well, I mean, you're Victor, you're Spencer. What's to stop me from telling you about the strange noises I hear coming from the North Tower? Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it just sucks. It sucks. And he was mad. <laughs> he was mad. You know, they left and he was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. I'm so angry. Uh huh. I think he's 
gonna, I think he might pull a mistake though and um, actually um, let Esme get a tree and get off the property for a second. Mm, I, I hope not. I mean, she really hasn't earned it yet. Well, no, but he, he might. He might. You know, I don't, I'm really kind of surprised that Elizabeth is going along with this like she is, though. I mean, she really is being held captive. Yeah, yeah, she's totally, she's totally, you know, lock and key, all of that. Um, and, and when it comes to any sort of like, what is it, Florence Nightingale effect or whatever that thing is, mm -hmm. I haven't mm -hmm. seen any of it yet. <laughs> there is no softness between Esme and Nicholas, and I really don't see any coming. So, yeah, I'm really not sure what's going on. But, but what I am getting, though, is my months and months of Esme being locked away like I wanted. So I'm super yes, happy. Yes, you about are. That. I'm super happy about that. She almost escaped one time. She almost, I mean, she almost escaped a handful she, of times, but it looks it like she's, she's, she's less seeking escape and now seeking a way. I mean, yeah, she's trying to escape to a degree because like she's fal falsifying pregnancy problems and that kind of stuff, but she's not actively trying to break out. There's the difference. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I'm into it. No, not anymore. She was for a minute. She was for a minute. You know, she wanted to even, like, tie the sheets together and stuff. And yeah. And chickened out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Kelly. Yeah, I oh, man. You know, it hasn't been um, shown to us the hooker that was on Spoon Island, uh -huh. who that person was. I don't think it was other hook i don't think no, it's so wasn't it esme it was esme right just kind of posing i don't think so oh, i don't know i don't know either hmm. i don't know someone's going to find her elizabeth found her daisy uh kelly says that uh you need Ke kelly's kelly's got it ma Mel kelly kelly really figured it out thank you very much kelly um cat needs to put a santa hat on that huge bear and have it sitting next to her boy oh boy kelly did you know that for many a years the bear sat I'm pretty sure in the chair that mom's sitting in currently with a big old Santa hat on it. Just not this year. Just not this year. Just not this There's year. There's no room in here. For, it's for. too much. It's too it's much. It's in the light. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Alyssa hopes that she escapes to the haunted star. Uh, I don't know. So, I mean, the end of the new year, or excuse me, the new year celebration slash birthday party for Brit. She promises it's going to be a huge shindig. She's going to go out with a bang. Uh-huh. And so maybe, yeah, maybe it's just going to be a really devastating night for all of Port Charles. And the Haunted Star will finally sink. Well, you know, and the Haunted Star indeed is haunted with um, unfortunate circumstances <laughs> happening there all the time. Yeah. I mean, Kiki got killed there. Kiki sure did. She got stabbed in the Haunted Star hotel room. Uh, Herman wants to know, are we and in for a baby Sonny, switch? We talked about the baby switch. We're hoping not. And then Sonny yeah. takes me in there and begs her right in there in Kiki's dip bed. <laughs> no, that, so Kiki was, was in a bed that was, that was this way, all right? And then Sonny and Nina banged in a bed that was this way, okay? Clearly different rooms. Clearly. Oh. 
so Herman Herman wants to know about the uh, uh, a possible baby switch, and he's suggesting Willow and Esme. Um, maybe, but I really don't see the purpose of that particular one. I don't, no. I don't see how either one of these stories... Now, again, it's GH, so who knows? But um, I don't see how either one of those stories would gain from the other one having each other's baby. I'm just not sure where that crossover really fits with what they're doing. Yeah, there's just not enough story there between them to... No. What, what, what's the purpose? Like, I just wouldn't know what the purpose would be. Not currently. Uh, you know, I mean, but there's plenty of time. There's still three months before these babies are due. But I think what we're going to get out of Willow's pregnancy storyline is what we're getting so far, which is where she is just making some really poor choices when it comes to taking care of herself during this thing and just the amount of mm, denial that uh willow's going through when it comes to how sick she really is yeah and so i think that's the story and that's that's what's going to be the danger to the baby that she presents and the regret that she's going to have as she's definitely going to have to be bedridden for the final trimester and worried and scared the entire time if this baby's actually going to make it because I just waited too long. I didn't ask for enough help soon enough. You know, Michael's already getting frustrated. Yeah, he is. He has a reason to be frustrated. She's stupid. <laughs> Tell Damn, us how you really smartest, feel, Mama. I, I, well, the, the smartest thing she's done in the last month is tell Nina to shut up. But then she <laughs> collapsed. So was it that smart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of undue stress on her. Goodness gracious, it's all good, Herman. Don't worry about it. You can go watch it back from the beginning. You'll hear everything that we had to talk about. Go get the bear. No, come on, we're broadcasting, Kelly. We're not going to go get the bear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the haunted star air would be the end of Esme. We can hope, says Cheryl. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I think. Well, now with the revelation, the huge revelation, the big news that we got this week about Esme. When it comes to who her mama likely is. Now, we still don't know. Maybe there's another baby running yeah. around that we haven't seen yet. But everything is pointing to at this moment. Heather and Ryan having a little tryst in the woods, hiding away from those that were seeking each other, pretending to be other people the entire time. Hazel and Richie. Hazel and Richie. Banging in the woods, <laughs> having a great old little twist for a couple of months before Heather slinks away. And the question mm -hmm. is, Mother, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if this was answered um, uh, blatantly or if I didn't pick it up or whatever. Did they know who each other was before seeing each other in Spring Ridge again? I mean, I guess Ryan would uh, have to know because he knew who Esme is. Right? Uh, I think so. Hmm. I think so. Anyway, that was a fun scene, though. Those two, those two together. It's hilarious. It was and really, fun. it was so good. It was really good. Um, I, I appreciate that Ryan broke out of his 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 fake his face lo fake lock in status in order to have words with Heather. So that's really yes. good. And now Heather's got ammunition. You owe me too. And just oh, good stuff. Just just great performances too. John Lindstrom and Allie Mills, two season yeah. vets, as if they've been doing this for years together. They probably have off and on. <laughs> Um, um, what, what, what were they saying about you owe me two? I didn't get it. Well, she, she ran off with the baby. She ran off pregnant and didn't allow right. him necessarily to be a part of the baby's life. So mm -hmm. I owe you one or owes me one for that. 
mm-hmm. then whatever the discussion and stuff that happened, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. At the end of it, she felt like she owes him another. And he's like, no, two. So, so maybe, maybe two lives. Maybe she owes him two deaths. Maybe she owes him two releases from prison. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe, like, I thought, does Esme have a twin? Hmm. I hope not. If so, then there really is something in the water in this uh, fake reality that Port Charles exists in, in which multiple births are the standard and a single birth is rare. That's true. <laughs> um, goodness gracious. What uh, The chat has been popping off like crazy while we were talking about it. Say it, Mama. I don't know what you were saying, but say it. Probably <laughs> something about how, how Willow is stupid. Um, <laughs> Michael needs some support. Willow should allow him to confide in Carly at the very least, says Melissa. Um, yeah, yes. Michael, Michael could yeah. use some support. His wife and mother of his coming child is very sick. Um, Cameron with his stepfather's sister. Oh, Esme. Got it. Stepfather's sister. Because Esme and, and Franco are now siblings. Yeah. <laughs> Just a family of crazy. A family of crazy. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. Who's who's Jeff and, and Heather? Did Jeff and Heather have a baby? Jeff Weber and Heather Stephen Weber? Lars. Who, what? Stephen Lars? Stephen Lars. He, and he's still around, right? And he's crazy, he's too? He's in jail. He's, he's in, in jail, jail. And, he, and he's crazy, too, right? No, he wasn't crazy. And he's a doctor. Well, he's going to be crazy yeah. now. But, yeah. They put Why him in. not? All right. Let's bring Stephen Lars in. Okay. All right. We what? got Esme. We got Stephen Lars. We can resurrect Franco. It's very easy. He's just frozen underneath the hospital. Melissa just found him while she was sl- slinking around down there at the top of the episode. Well, right. there he is. Special Austin. <laughs> resurrect oh. Franco. All right. Uh, Austin gets hit in the noggin, right? I, I don't know. We-, we explained this before. We explained this before. This is all Victor's fault. Victor put something in the water to make it so people don't recognize Franco as Franco, even Elizabeth. So all we got to do is get rid of that poison from the water. Everybody recognizes him as Franco. Franco's really alive. If they could do digital memory swaps, Ma, they can do memory suppression through the water. Sure, Don't why look at me like that. Fido Xavier, you might be listening. I need you to write a well-penned letter to Frank Valentini and the head writer, John Doe. I don't know who the head writer is. I should know who the writer is on General Hospital, shouldn't I? The head writer, yeah. yeah. It's not Guza. That guy, that guy, that guy, he, he wrote the mafia stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Stephen Lars was a doctor. He went to jail because he was uh, allowed a convict to die because he, his needed, his kid needed an organ and he got caught. So he allowed a convict to die so Stephen Lars's kid can get an organ replacement and then he had to go to jail for doing that. Oh, he should so, be getting out then. I mean, that's some malpractice stuff for sure. And I don't know how long ago that happened. So I don't know. Uh, He's wild though, and the last person that played him was Scott Reeves. Hmm. Scott Reeves? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Scott well, Scott Reeves has uh, been on lots of soap operas in the okay. past. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't mm-hmm. know who that is. Uh, Nikisha was hoping of- the two reference twins. The twins meaning we could keep the actress and get rid of Esme, the sex offender. <laughs> Esme left a lot of, 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 of bad taste in people's mouths when it came to her early actions on the show. 
and sure people did. are hoping that uh well i mean there's a there's a contingent out there i can't say people i i really need to make sure that i am not painting in broad strokes when it comes to the wide and diverse fans that exist out there because i do need to be a little more respectful for that um there's a contingent of people out there that uh what were we talking about <laughs> 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 anyway, Scott Reeves, uh, all of that stuff. He was on Days of Our Lives, all that, all that nonsense. Anyway, there's a contingent of people out there that want things, and there's a contingent of people out there that don't, and that's the basic point that I was trying to make. So um, let's just hope that, that the fun survives and the show is just enjoyable and a great ride like it was this week. It was a good week. It was a really good week. You know, we, any week that includes Cyrus Renault is a great week. And he was giving me big Home Alone 2 vibes. All right. Do you remember Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? Kevin yeah. McAllister goes to the toy store, right? And he's like, oh, my God, look at this thing. It's like FAO Schwartz because it is, but it's not because they couldn't get licensing for that. <laughs> right? And then he meets the old old toy guy, right? And this is the store that the wet bandits are going to rob at the end of the movie. And then he, you know, sets all his traps and practically kills them all. Um, goodness gracious, what a violent little child. Um, but this toy store, this old, this old toy guy, this old guy, white hair, all that. He's like, oh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Kevin McAllister, blah, blah, blah. Gives him some life advice. You know, Christmas is about heart. It's about love. He says something like Stuart Chandler would say. I wrote down a Stuart Chandler quote. Aww. Love is what makes the heart alive. Uh -huh. Well, Stuart, you know, so the dude says things like that to little Kevin McAllister and he gives him two turtle doves and he's like, turtle doves love each other. It's a symbol of togetherness forever and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the movie, Kevin gives it to the bird lady. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a really long way of going about telling you what happened in that movie that you've seen 80 times. Um, I haven't seen that one 80 times. The first one, 80 the first times. first one, 80 times. Yeah. Well, so Home Alone 1 was my brother's. Home Alone 2 was mine. You know, we're, we're, we're that fun little uh, generational split in years to a degree where he was, had like Transformers and GoBots and all those cartoons and I had Power Rangers and stuff. And so very different childhood interests as little kids, especially, you know, once I developed my own independent personality outside that sports brain that he had. Yeah. Anyway. Home Alone 2, Turtle Doves, all that kind of stuff recreated by Cyrus Renault, essentially. Given yeah. this gift to Spencer to give to Trina. Um, people out there also wondering, hey, how does Cyrus know about Trina? We only see this much of people's lives on the show. So there's plenty of opportunity, especially with a man connected like Cyrus is, to know what's going on in poor Charles. Especially yes. when it comes to his family outside the walls of prison. And it's we've been led to believe, any you know, off-screen, so from some off-screen stuff, we've been led to believe that Spencer's relationship with um uncle cyrus has not just been what we've seen no they've had interactions outside that room they've we've had conversations mm -hmm. they've had conversations that you know they really kind of show this this week that they they had some closeness they had some closeness and that boy that pissed uncle victor off didn't it it sure did so much so that he had to get spencer right out out of there yeah I That's, think the reason why Uncle Victor left him in, because obviously he could have got him out earlier. Um, I think he left him in there to try to protect him from the hooker. I I don't I don't I, I don't know I I really don't know. Um, I don't know what Victor's up to, and that's that's the big thing because he's got all kinds of stuff spinning. 
He sure does. But what for? Some sort of engraved numbers on the jewels? Some sort of coordinates for the secret buried treasure? Yeah, that's what that's what they're kind of showing us, huh? It's yeah. not really the diamonds are after. It's what's it's... engraved on the diamonds. And thank you very much, Felicia, for thinking so clearly and getting that figured out. You're just better than the entirety of the PCPD combined. Right? Yeah. And I thought that this week, too. I thought, you know, they kind of depicted a Felicia in the last few years being a kind of a dumb-dumb a little bit. You know, when they were baby talking, you know. <laughs> but now, you know, they, they've shown that Felicia got... She got some substance. You know, you know. I think I think we can we can point back to the Sean Donnelly remembrance episode, where they mm -hmm. all went to Ireland and had that big murder mystery type of dealio, and it was yeah. just to I don't know celebrate Sean's life in a degree and bring all of his friends back together for one last caper type of nonsense. Yep. Um. So I uh I don't know what she did. I don't know what Christina Wagner did while filming that episode, but clearly she got the attention of a writer, a producer, of Frank Valentini himself, or something like that, and was like, "This is a character that we need to reinvest in." Yeah. Because they have. They have. They have. Like big time. But I, um, they and they've been reinvesting in her for about a year now, a little bit. Yeah. 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 It's it's been kind of that slow thing. Like she was starting to kind of creep back in and have interactions here, or there. And now, boom, here we are. And the heart of things, she's like, "Oh yeah, I remember how to do this. Let me let me pull out my jeweler's lens and all kinds of stuff." Yeah. You know. It's like it's like when she conked a uh, Peter over their hand, she realized, "Oh, I'm for, I'm still badass." <laughs> you know, and and it makes me, you know, I mean, and then there's 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 two there's two ways that people are, you know, when you're at work, you know, you could be really sharp, and then when you're at home, you can just be the just the most forgetful person in the world because you've used all your brain power at work, and so maybe they maybe Felicia's got something like that going on. Oh gosh, Matt, that's me, right? You know, there. you know, she just uses oh. her all of her brain power in an investigation. When she's home, she just doesn't understand how to use the remote control. Uh, that's me. Remember. <laughs> Remember Matthew? Matthew and I worked together for a really short time at a company. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when he saw me in my work environment, he was like, Mom. Yes, you were in the you were in the break room being like, okay, so we need to start covering those TPKs with an NFK. And then once we blow off the uh, the 50 PSI uh, pressure washer, then we're going to move it on over into the uh, the big acid dump. And I was just, burp, burp, burp. what? You yeah. know what you're talking about, mother. <laughs> Like, how come you can't <laughs> use the <PCR? laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. So much chat happened while we were talking. Um, Scott Reeves is one of the singers in Port Chuck. Oh, okay. Yes. And I was going <laughs> to go see Port Chuck. They tried to put a concert together. But then uh, the, the hard drive dumped. Yeah. And then they lost all their... Um, they lost all their music and weren't able to retrieve it. Yeah. And they had to cancel it. But I was I was supposed to go see Port Chuck. I was excited but you. I was disappointed that happened. But you know what, you guys? I am going to go see um, Stephen Bradford in two weeks. Once again, Stephen Bradford, two weeks, huh? Bradford on the 18th. Uh, no, that's next Sunday, Mama. It's next Sunday. Yeah. Oh, Gosh, what time? <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, we're yeah we're gonna have to do podcasts at a different time. I think. Oh, eleven a.m. won't work. I will right, we'll figure it out. Okay, for sure. Sunday at three thirty. 
Well, it's in Sacramento, so it's a ways yeah, away. It's going to be an hour. All right, well, maybe we can do it after. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Herman says that the that he'd have to say that the best thing about GH is the talented cast. Like, they were really putting in work on that show because some of the writing is just plain awful. Um, there, There's a lesson that I learned when I was learning how to do pro wrestling. And I never made it to any sort of level in which you guys would ever see me having, like, worked for Vince McMahon or Eric Bischoff or anybody like that. Uh, but in my own little section of pro wrestling, which you can find all kinds of stuff on YouTube if you search all pro wrestling, I'll tell you, because it was fun for me. I don't care how fat and not bearded I was at the time. Um, <laughs> it all fed into the goofy character I played. Uh, but but the one thing that I learned from a, from a wrestler who was uh, part of my development, a wrestler named Larry Blackwell, a mountain from Stone Mountain, uh, was advice on when you receive bad booking. And in this case, it would be bad writing or writing that you find subpar to the character that you've brought so far. Um, mm -hmm. and that is, it doesn't matter what they give you. It's up to you to make it work. Yeah. You could, you could be handed just the most, just the most ridiculous nonsense. Like, so Larry Blackwell's, he was, he was a big 400 pound big dude, you know, mm -hmm. um, that could, and you know, kind of agile for, for what he did. There was, there was a number of things in the ring that he could do that the average large person couldn't, in my opinion. Um, but he, um. But but he would he constantly booked him what they're called squash matches where there's just no defense from this tiny person that he was uh, fighting. He would just beat the tar out of him and that ma match would be over. That person wouldn't get a chance to show what they can do. Wouldn't have a chance to shine in any way. And that Larry didn't like that. He wanted everybody to shine. Just like if you're yeah. on something like General Hospital, honestly, you can have whatever opinion you want about the actors with how they tweet or the feelings that you get when they're doing an interview and all that kind of stuff. But it's for the benefit of the show at large for everybody to look good. And the better you look in a scene and the better you can make your scene partner look, the more valuable you are to the show. Like Ava. You know, that's a good example. She's so valuable. Dominic Zambranga. As uh, Dante, stick him in a scene with anybody. It's going to be great. He's got great chemistry with everybody. So when it comes down to it, it's up to them to make it work. It doesn't matter how much you might not like the story that she has with Nicholas. They make it work when they're on screen together, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? So it's up to them to do it. So I don't know. A little nerdy well, you know, dive. I think a work environment of a prospect park, a work environment of all of us, you know, regardless of what we do, there's two things that you really try to, you need to try to do if you can at all. Stay positive. Mm -hmm. Don't be a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, somebody like Maurice Bernard, who's been very public about his his time on the show and his attitude that he's had toward um, pretty much every new person to come along to play a character that he had been interacting with prior to. Like, he wasn't nice to Laura Wright. He wasn't like nice to to Chad Duell there in the first couple of months. Um, and he might not be particularly perceived as the nicest person now. I can't say I don't really know him in any degree. I really can't comment on that in any sort of factual way. But it seems like he is somebody that is growing into understanding that bringing a pleasant work environment to the people around you is really important. And I think doing things like state of mind is a part of Maurice Bernard's attempt to get to know his cast better, to get them to be able to say their stories, to get them on to a public spotlight like Maurice has when it comes to yeah. whatever challenges they had in their life. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember Maurice Bernard saying that... Um, he kept his bipolar very secret for the beginning part of his career because he had been given advice that it was going to get in the way 
of any jobs that might happen because, oh, he's volatile. We don't know if we can trust him, anything like that. And he said that he wished he had someone like himself being open mm -hmm. about being a bipolar actor to look up to. And that has been the big inspiration for him and his honesty and his line of dialogue and communication that he has with people on his show is because he wants to be what he didn't have. Yeah. I think Maurice is in a, in a good spot when it comes to his illness, mm -hmm. and you know, just everything or much better than it used to be. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Much better than it used yeah. to be. Um, but I understand why he would be more reserved, honestly, and keep that close to his chest because the world has changed, Matt. Yeah. Even from the eighties, you know, and the nineties, the world has changed. People aren't, uh as quick to to judge you i think mm -hmm. or necessarily um take opportunity away from you because of a particular thing uh whereas before i mean i mean i, I, mean, I remember working with um with, with uh i worked with this lady for years um and i knew it um she confided in me but she absolutely told me you cannot tell a soul and i didn't mm -hmm. um she didn't want anybody to know she had epilepsy mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because she thought she was afraid that she would be somehow her opportunities might be less yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, I can't say across the board, every single employer out there in the United States of America is going to make the same choice. Uh, but I think that you're more likely than not, especially in a state like California. Um, I'm not well-traveled. I don't know what it's like anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> um, but somewhere like California, um, instead of being like, oh, no, I don't think we can give you this opportunity. The question now then becomes, OK, well, what accommodations can we make so you can have this this opportunity is pretty much where the the dialogue on that goes now. So, yay. Hooray for progress. And we get we're, we're telling a story on GH right now. That's that's sort of like that with uh, Marshall. Yeah. You know, like his his whole now we are we are solidly in there. We are not backing away from the fact that Marshall left his family because he was afraid of bringing a stigma onto them. That was the, he wasn't pursued by criminal at least not that we know of at this moment in time. But it's not like he was being chased by mobsters. Um, there wasn't any sort of huge issue. It was just Marshall simply being afraid of whatever stigma it would bring to his family. The fact that he had uh, or had been diagnosed with schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. Right. And now Porsche's being all crazy and really, really, really pushing uh, uh, Marshall to get another brain scan. And he's like, I don't need to I understand. understand why. I'm fine. Curtis doesn't have any markers. You know, I, <laughs> the stigma of jazz. It doesn't, it doesn't really make any sense to me that she feels that way. Unless she lied about the results and she really did have markers. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I I don't get the sense that she lied and now she could be wrong because she's not a neurologist. So there's that. So I'm really leaning toward a misdiagnosis, especially from some of the dialogue that Marshall has had, especially a couple of months ago as well. When talking to like Trina or something, um, might have even been Portia. could have been anybody. Uh, TJ. I don't know. Um, but he was talking about um, how he's never actually had an episode. My my right. medication's always been on. It's never bothered me. It was just the diagnosis, the stigma. Um, but ultimately, you know, a bit of regret that I have in staying away from my family is that it hasn't really been a problem for me. Right. So I'm leaning toward misdiagnosis. And now the misdiagnosis is for one of two reasons. 
either somebody lied in order to make him leave his family mm-hmm. or somebody lied due to some sort of nefarious racism that we're going to be exploring on the show. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know and what I, is going I, to approach. I'm starting to lead toward, um, you know, we saw Aunt Stella this week. I'm starting to lean toward again, and I've had this theory before, that Aunt Stella is really Curtis's mom. Yeah, yeah, that came up on Twitter again. I'm thinking that maybe I'm right. I mean, maybe, but also at the same time, I continue to go back to this well. That means nobody in the Asher family <laughs> knew who the parents really were. No, not a soul did. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just bummer. It'd just be a bummer if that was the case. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, but I really don't understand. Why is Portia pushing for that? Unless she just wants to, maybe she wants to have her own reassurance there really is no reason to ever tell the truth. Right, and that might be it because she is uh, becoming uh, ultra paranoid within her own head about this situation. And Jordan's not helping that either. Um, no. Apparently, Taj Bella was on... Um, State of Mind Today, uh, that's our lead-in show. It comes on at 10 a.m. on Maurice Bernard's channel, and then we come on at 11. So you can come off of um, that one and then come on to ours. Um, um, uh, my, my only question is one of objectification, and that is, did is he wearing a shirt or not? <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> Uh, uh, thank you, Herman, for the compliments. The sweater vest. Go, I, I talked about the sweater vest at the top of the episode too. So uh, go go back when we're done here. Um, the stigma of jazz. What else did people talk about? Was Marshall misdiagnosed? Misdiagnosed wonders, Nikisha. We wonder the same thing. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victoria agrees with you, Ma. It explains why Trina and Stella are related. Exactly. But then they could, yeah, yeah. But then again, you know, Stella is is actually Curtis. Well, it, unless we discover something different, Stella mm-hmm. is Curtis's aunt, so there is blood relation there, and so you'd be able to see the great aunt linkage, uh, yes. potentially down to Trina. But it would be stronger if Stella was Curtis's mama. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it, I mean, when it comes yeah, down to it, we're talking about a soap. It works out. It works out because Stella's on the show and Curtis's mom isn't. Right. And they'll have to explain away how, well, they, I guess they could explain it away that Stella didn't realize she was pregnant until Marshall was gone. But he walked out after the kids were born, though. It's true, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like three, yeah right? no, it, it would have to be some sort of secret that they agreed on. Yeah. Yep. Because Stella just seemed too concerned this week and too, like, wide eyed and like, whoa, 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 kind of, you know, look to yeah. her. Oh, no. Are they going to use false paternity wonders, Nikisha, to bond Trina and Curtis? I don't want it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. False paternity, real paternity. If Curtis winds up actually being Trina's dad and this hasn't just been some big red herring to kind of troll the audience a little bit, uh, does that then put Taggart in danger for being hooked? Yeah. I don't want that. I, that, I don't like the idea of them hurting Taggart like that. <laughs> I like Taggart. I yeah. wish he was awful, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I like him. 
And I like the fact that he's so often funny. <laughs> he is really funny. They give him some really great lines. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, they could have pretended that Stella was the big sister of Curtis's mom when she was really the mother. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mark gives us, I guess, five stars. Thank you, Mark. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't think she's his biological. And yeah, there's lots of doubt out there. I wonder if I missed a scene or something that really got people thinking about it this week. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Lots of just craziness when it comes to the Ashford. Yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. I think sometimes I think Portia just creating her own problems. Well, she's definitely at a point in her life where she is creating her own problems. If she, if she's one of those people that would learn if she just leaves well enough alone, it might blow over. But then Jordan, then Curtis is also like in Jordan's office being like, don't forget to RSVP to this wedding you don't want to come to. Yeah. <laughs> Just, 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 just clean break. Just clean break. You know, don't talk to Jordan unless you have to. Maintain mm. your relationship with TJ, but that doesn't mean being anything but just cordial to Jordan is required. Just be cordial. Don't right. go seek if her out. Happen, if you happen to be at the same event or even a family function, yeah. possibly, because she is TJ's mom. Right. Um, you can, you can learn how to tolerate. I mean, Lots of divorced people do that. They learn how to tolerate each other under certain circumstances and then ignore each other all the other time. Mm. Uh, Jean, Jeannie, Jean. I always forget if it's Jean or Jeannie. It's probably Jeannie. I don't remember. Jeannie. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, I should remember. Um, Jean. Anyway. Um, I wish uh, they cast Portia Mom with Tracy Ellis Ross, who played Eve on Passions. They could reunite as mom and daughter. I didn't know Tracy Ellis Ross was on um, Passions. I don't know if it was any sort of significant long-term thing, because, uh, I don't know, she was on, like, Girlfriends and stuff, and she's, like, a, a famous person, like, more so than a soap star. So I don't know how long Tracy Ross was on it. Um, but when it comes down to it, what great hey, casting. Tracy You're Ross, absolutely right. Tracy, Tracy Ross from, like, Blackish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Diana Ross's kiddo. Yeah, Diana Ross's kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that she was on the show. Um, but when it comes down to it, that uh, yeah, I, I, kudos on casting. Just when it comes to like visuals, for sure, I could totally see them being related. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see her being related to Anne Stella too. Well, well, well. <laughs> Let's hope not, because that would be extra complicated. Genie. Yeah. See. Haha. <laughs> Tracy Ross, not Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Oh, it's a different person. Oh, well, why? Why is there? Well, she needs to change her name to something oh. that isn't Tracy Ross. Man, I was so wrong. I was wrong. Now, now, I now I'm ashamed, and the chat is making fun of me. You should see the names they're calling me right now, Mom. I'm kidding. Well, Our chat is so nice; they would never say anything mean to me. Well, no, not. Alice, just Tracy Ross. Well, I'm gonna need to look up a picture well, later of Tracy. I'm calling on you guys. No, 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 nobody's being mean. I, I'm sorry to, to, to awaken the bear inside. <laughs> nobody's being mean. Tracy Ross. You looking I'm, her I'm up? I'm looking up a picture of Tracy Ross right now. See, and then Tracy Ellis Ross shows up, and then I got to click another button, and there's Tracy Ross. And yeah, I could see that too. Show me. I don't know how well it's going to show up. Oh, I don't know. I there we so go. Oh, 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 there we go. There we go. Oh, okay. 
Thank you, Daisy. Smile. Thank you, Daisy. I'm so sorry for being super wrong, everybody. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I know and not she, what I they do. They want her to play. They want her to play who? Uh, Porsche's mama again. You guys say we're on Passions together. Oh, so she played her mom on Passions already. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Daisy. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. We don't know crap, y'all. I don't know, know things. I just don't know. I'm just so sorry. We love handsome Matt. Oh, thank you. Oh, I feel better now. Oh, Chandra, you know how to save my soul. Oh, goodness. Oh. Oh. Jordan's my GH crush, says Herman. Herman, I really appreciate your participation this week. How can someone be that beautiful, but that character is so unsteady? Even going back to when Vanessa Antoine played her. Uh, yeah, Jordan, um, Jordan is a choice maker. Mm -hmm. We could just say politely. She makes some choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's just probably one of the most secretive persons. I mean, she'd still be with her hot Curtis if she could just learn how to like tell the truth and not hide things. Yeah. Yeah. That amazing voice. Oh my goodness. Everybody's just complimenting me now. I didn't mean for this. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> Hey, uh, all right. So, um, so Finn needs to just jump off a bridge. I think we're all we can all agree that we're done with Finn, right? So I'm just gonna rip that up and say, Finn, as a character, you've run your course. We can we can move away. Yeah, I tell you, you know what they ought to do? Turn him into somebody else. They're very real good at it. They they do like doing that to Michael Easton. Just just switch it mm -hmm. on up. Just bring back Silas Clay. He's got plenty That's of daughters right. on the canvas now. That's a great idea, actually. Bring him back, Silas Clay. That's kind of a good idea. You know, he don't have to be. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stabbed him, killed him. You want what you were telling Herman? You need me to read some of your audio book. You were telling me that. When did you tell me that? Tell me again, somewhere that I can recall and remember. I'm sorry that I don't recall that because that sounds interesting. Let's do it. Once upon a time, it was a dark and stormy night. Dracula was in his castle, looking upon the town, thirsting for blood. I can do it. I can do it. Or you know, or you know, you know, my favorite character of his of his was McBain. I like McBain. <clears throat> well, he's McBain right now, practically. He's left doctoring behind. Now he's Port Charles's most successful detective. Right? Are you pregnant, Elizabeth? He about to figure out the Esme thing. Yeah, well, since, I mean, oh my goodness, since he's been dating Elizabeth, I just can't make him not sound like Macho Man Randy Savage. That's that's pretty much what it's come down to. Um, <laughs> just, will you marry me? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, he's, he's about to blow the lid off that whole Esme thing. Um, it's it's just really interesting how, like, I, I, I get that they're just, they're, they're telling the story. They're telling the story. And in this story, these characters are in it. And it's expensive to bring in other characters. And it's expensive to hire somebody for the day to just be the detective that talks to Finn. I, I, I get that. I get that. But also at the same time, like, my goodness gracious. What is Finn doing? How come he can figure this stuff out, but the police can't? Why can the police not figure this out? I know. Well, you know, but we've been saying, we've said for a long time that um, the PCPD ain't nothing but a Bumbling bobbies. But it had that <laughs> bumbling bobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and then a 
<laughs> but um but all right but if that's the case though and if i if i'm writing a show if i'm doing a show like 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 i am i'm doing a show it's called love politics medicine it's coming out in 2023 on james light junior media channels and stuff there's a preview coming on december 17th or 12th or something like 12th, 17th on the really short short story podcast um like if if your police are going to be that inept and your characters are going to be that good why even have the police be a part of the show like just don't involve them these characters could be like we're not going to call the cops we're going to figure it out on our own and then you don't have a bumbling police force you just don't have a police force because they're not clued in problem solved who, who, yeah. who, I mean, after they killed Trevor on, on All My Children, who was a part of the police? Nobody. Brat. That's not true. <laughs> Derek was always part of the police. Who? Derek. Derek? Derek Fry. Derek Fry on All My Children. Well, I don't remember him at all. You don't remember him? No. Was he still on when the show was over? Yes. God, I don't remember. He didn't have, he wasn't on cameras constantly, constantly. He's African-American. Derek Fry. I don't remember him. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to look him up. Well, the chat is all for bringing back McBain. Uh, so, you know, uh, the whole... character that he played. So that whole hiccup with the with the royalties and owing to the writers and stuff is gone because that happened because of Prospect Park. Vincent Irizarry told us that. He said yeah. because of the because the Prospect Park took so long to get off the ground that when it did, GH lost the rights to use those uh, those One Life to Live characters. But now that that's not the case anymore, they can. They've name dropped. They've even cast Dimitri's hands. You know, like it's a well they can go yeah. to now. Yeah. Um, and they had Nora Buchanan pop yeah. in a couple of times. Right, right. And if it wasn't, and if Frank Valentini had worked for All My Children rather than One Life to Live, we would see all kinds of All My Children cameos because that's who his friends are. Mm -hmm. You know, we would we wouldn't see Lindsay Hartley only on a little bit. She'd be cast as a main role, like Cody was. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, they can, and, and if they can have um, one life to live characters come over, they can certainly have all my children characters come over because because um, Landview and Pine Valley are not very far apart. Oh, I do recognize this Derek Fry person. I recognize him. Yes, but no, not not a not a major, 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 huge player throughout the entire thing. No, but he was on for several years. I yeah. think even like a couple of decades. But he just never, not never. He did have storyline, but he he didn't have that many mm -hmm. run, running storylines. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's a character from uh, 1990 to 2007. Yeah. Yeah, or 2008. Excuse me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, anyway, there wasn't a huge police presence in All My Children like there is in General Hospital. You know, yeah. Tre Trevor was was the was the detective. I'm 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 the everyman detective coming into this world of the hoity-toity. Yeah, trying to solve their crimes and figure out who's embezzling what and who killed who, until I get shoved into a freezer, like a pork chop. Gosh, put him in a freezer. And Janet said, <laughs> and Janet. She was so crazy. I rewatched it this week. She's so crazy. And she's like, but he's going to be okay. He's been crying. He's been frozen. So when we come up with a cure with what he has, we'll just unfreeze him and he'll be fine. You can't cure a bump on the noggin, Heather or Janet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek Fry, Olivia's brother. I don't remember Olivia Fry. 
Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> Olivia uh, is a lawyer. Elizabeth is poor. No, she's not. Jason's dead. Elizabeth has a ton of money. She has to. Um, Bo Buchanan should take over the PCPD. <laughs> if Bo Buchanan takes over the PCPD, Nora would come with him. Mm. Well, I would, you know, who I'd like to see the head of P and they might have a clue if they do this. It should be, it should be Dante. Dante? Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Uh, Jesse, 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 um, um, you know, Angie and Jesse. Jesse, he was the chief of police. Jesse that Hubbard. was another cop. Yeah, Hubbard. Yeah, that was another cop. I forgot about Jesse. Yes, he's another cop. He was chief of police on the All My Children reboot. Yes, and he also, um, you know, stole a baby. Uh, let's see, Anna and Alex were on All My Children. Yes, they were. Um, what if the characters were willing to sacrifice one life to live in All My Children characters? It would be too many main players on the canvas to properly write. It would be true. We would have to sacrifice some current characters in order to make room for All My Children. And I'm okay with that. We can get rid of Cody. That's somebody that I'm easily, um, I'm not saying I hate him. I'm not saying that there's not no potential for the character down the line, but I'm saying when Britt goes, so can he. Um, I, you know, I, I would be perfectly good with Cody just saddling up and getting on the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jesse Hubbard. Yes, everybody. Uh, yeah, you can saddle up, saddle up your horses. We got a trails to blaze. Whoa, through the wild blue yonder of God's amazing grace. I, I, you know, and I, I don't, I just, I just don't think General Hospital's done a great job with Cody. And maybe it's kind of had to take a a, a left hand, right hand turn because of uh, uh, you know, uh, Catley Table leaving. <clears throat> yeah, it's really sad. Maybe that's the reason why they, their intention was different when they first brought him on canvas. Yeah, yeah, that, that news broke after uh, after he'd come on. So I, I don't know. I don't know because eh. but, but they are starting to try to write him and him and uh, Dante something new with some kind of terrible thing they did when they were 12. When we killed the man in 1994. I think that's when it's going to be. I think they're going to. I think they they hurt somebody, when we... <laughs> killed somebody, hurt somebody, anybody terribly, but they did something. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, Herman misses as the world turns, and I think that's where Mara West comes from. So at least you get to see her, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Cody, who? Yeah, exactly. Cody, who? Co exactly. Cody, the killer. Oh, he <laughs> what do you mean, Dante killed a man in 1994? Asks Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. What do you mean? What do you mean? Dante would never Dante. do such a thing. He was such a good kid. He just had a little dirt on his face every once in a while, but he was fine. <laughs> what you doing at summer camp, Dante? <laughs> oh, Dante. Yeah, I look forward to it. Now I watch All But Bold and the Beautiful. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't really uh, it's a short one, B and B is. Uh Dante did something and Cody took the blame. Ooh, maybe. So that so Dante sent see look at that look at me I come to Port Charles landing on people in pools and you've got the perfect life with the perfect woman the perfect kids and the perfect job mm. right. drama drama and drama he did not know when he came into town he did not know that Dante lived there he did not he's like ah oh, Dante old friend and stuff uh, another person that can leave town I think is Jeff Weber at this point I think that's been pretty much a uh, dud yeah. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. And where and where's where's his wife? Where's Carolyn? That's my question too. I was excited to see Tasha Yar on my show, not this old guy. Yeah. No offense to the elderly. Uh. <laughs> but I did like I did like him seeing Heather. Heather, I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We may soon know what he did that summer. Oh, Chandra, that's a good one. <laughs> Dante's the hook killer. Uh, yeah, um, Jeff can go. Um, I don't really know why he even visited Heather other than be like, stay away from Cameron. And then uh, the question came up on Twitter, tweeted directly at me. I don't remember who it was. Um, sorry for not remembering. But they're like, uh, does Jeff even know about Violet? And it seems like no. <laughs> Seems like no. It seems like no. Um, so that's interesting. That or he doesn't care. Or he's mm-hmm. like, I never met her anyway. Because, you know, of all people, of all children on the canvas that deserves to have scenes, it's it's this little Violet who can then have two granddads. Two of them. Yeah. Two grandpas. Can you imagine two grandpas and there's a wedding coming up? Oh, my God. That girl would be in heaven. She would be in heaven. I don't like, you know, I don't like the Jeff character because we're not supposed to like him. We're not supposed to like him. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. And I hope they if, if they keep him around. I want them to grow him to some degree. You know, I thought it was silly. I liked him visiting Heather, but I also thought it was unnecessary because yeah. she's in the jailhouse. She's going to stay away from Cameron. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't need to go and tell her that. Yeah, she's already there. <laughs> mm. Even though she does have a set of keys, she lets herself in anyway where she wants. <laughs> but they've always that. led us to believe, the last couple of years, they've led us to believe that Heather is always betting a guard of some kind. I doubt Finn would allow Jeff to see Violet. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Violet is not related to Liz, right? Violet is Elizabeth's niece, the daughter yes. of Hayden, who is Jeff Weber's other daughter. Yes. Mother, not Carolyn Weber. Right. But someone else, because, because Jeff is a cheetah. Uh, Jeff is a cheetah. Yes, he, he, cheetah. Has a hard, he has a hard time being um, faithful. And his wife apparently is just able to forgive him. Well, well, I like I said, I do want, I did want to see more of Liz's mother on there. We need to get her perspective on things because so far she's just the lady that's just just been going along with it. Right. You know, what's her perspective? What's her reasoning? But if they're going to leave her a sap, I don't want her on there at all. <sighs> they gotta keep her habitual victim that doesn't expect anything else but to be treated because she thinks so poorly of herself. I can't stand that in a woman, whether character, a real person. Uh, I don't care. I don't like it. Moderators was- just did their job in the chat, and I'm so proud of them. Ma. What they do? They kicked out another sex bot. Yay! <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know how to stop that because I want I want anybody who is on YouTube that comes across this video to participate if they want to. So I, I, I don't want to limit it to just subscribers um, because I, I want people to come and have a good time and then feel like they want to subscribe, not feel like they're forced into it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. If we don't allow that, how are we going to 
how is our exactly. audience going to grow? You know, I want, I want, I want people to come I, in and be like, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then have me go, oh man, I just read your contribution on the show. And then they're like, what? It's an interactive show. That's great. I'm going to come back and continue to interact. And I want to get to a point in which I can't do this on my own anymore. And you guys have to feed me the good questions. That's what I want to get to. <laughs> it's going to take a while though. It's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh that couple is too close to i n c e s t for me uh so it's hard to take them serious i am going to assume we're talking about sam and dante hmm. i guess I, do love, I, I love the chemistry though <laughs> Alien I mean, they're super fun together, um, but it is yeah. always very straight. Like my theory, my, really my take on this, and it's been the same for a while, is don't, don't, just don't talk about Leo. Just don't mention him. And Dante did this week. Oh, you know, you're going to walk away from my little brother. And that always makes the audience go, yes, he's also Sam's little brother. We're like, yeah. let's just, let's just never refer to him. Let's never have him in a scene. Let's just have it be a, a, a thing that's true because it is. But if we keep the candle away from that bit of information for as long as possible, it's a little easier to um, take the story. And, you know, that's easy to do, too. I mean, they can even have they could have uh, Dom there at, at they could have Dante there at, at, at the Quartermaid's house mm -hmm. and not have Leo. I mean, come on. Remember at Thanksgiving, they didn't let those kids come downstairs. <laughs> right. I mean, there was one kid, Leo, was there watching the, the turkey run around. But all of the other kids that were supposedly there were up playing Xbox or something. I don't know. My, my references are old. The first thing I thought was they were all upstairs playing Nintendo 64. But that's just definitely not what's happening now. Um, it's been a long time since the Nintendo 64 was out, Ma. Yeah, it has. been a long, long, long time. I don't even think my little nephew would even know what a Nintendo 64 was. I don't think um, so. <laughs> I'm good with Jeff moving his farm off the premises because <laughs> he can't keep his barn doors closed is what the, the chat was saying. Um, so yeah, um, I, I, um, I find Jeff to be a dud. I'm always hopeful that there's going to be a left turn happening. That's going to make things super interesting always. Um, but right now I'm, 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 I'm fine with no more Jeff. Um, it's, it's, it's just unfortunate that it wasn't more exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm more interested in Carolyn, like we were saying. I'm more interested in what she has to say about it than what he has to. Um, chat was saying that they're done with Gregory as well. Gregory really hasn't contributed anything other than being this weird romantic antagonist to Alexis. Um, and really, when it comes down to it, I found him to be more interesting with Kim Delaney, and I don't know where the hell she went. Yeah, she took off. She, took she off. just is following a story somewhere, I guess, and uh, was on for a day and was like, this isn't fun. Um, I miss being Jenny Martin. I'm out of here and left. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marty and Valentine play Atari. They're going to have a lot of time to play Atari while Anna's doing all the work. Um, <laughs> what fun. What fun this week, right? Between those three. Take it back. Take my palm. <laughs> So, you know, we, we got we got some fun in Ireland. You know, Anna's out there hiding out. Yeah, she's at Tiffany's house, huh? Yes, yes, yes. But then, the of course, the marshal is uh, just hot on Marty's trail because Marty can't cover his tracks as well as Valentine can. Uh, but luckily, this man is a little overzealous and pops into houses without warrants and such, allowing our heroes yeah. a chance to escape. Yep. <laughs> 
but of course Marty Gray out there just doing his best to be like, I'm on vacation. What are you doing? Just popping in here. I'm trying to clear my head. My wife, my, my, my beautiful, my beautiful, my beautiful baby doll is dead. I'm coming out here to just mourn and just going to pop in asking where Anna Devane is. I don't know where Anna Devane is. I don't know where my left foot is. Um, we had an opportunity to see um valentine call anna darling darling she's very morticia and gomez adams <laughs> oh, oh, <Shari. laughs> oh my goodness uh but it's fun it's, it's always fun seeing valentine and anna together i really do think that it's I don't know, man. Because once 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 they came together, it was like like perfect. Like, how do you separate Anna and Valentine now? You can't. These 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 characters are are forever intertwined as everybody's favorite in game couple, right? When it comes to older romance, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely, that's yeah. the couple that everybody wants to see. Yeah, yeah, like that's the couple that everybody wants to see. And now that they're together, uh, like I said, I just, I can't, I don't know how they're never going to not have to be circling around each other. Yeah, they are going to have to circle around each other. Like forever though. Like Valentine is able to see Nina and be like, hey, Nina, how's it going? Oh man, we're great friends now. I just don't see how Anna and Valentine, now that they've crossed the line, can ever be like, we have to resist jumping each other's bones in this very moment. You know. Well, I think a lot of what we're going to see Valentine and Anna do, and with some of the other veterans as well, is, you know, they're going to get Uncle Victor in somehow. You know, just Anna's going to wake up and just be like, I say a little prayer for you. You know, it's just it's just a life of musical, you know, just forever and ever. You'll be in my heart and I will love you forever and so on and so forth. Chat, take it. Uh, uh, <laughs> getting those three together is an all my children reunion. I guess it was perfect timing for what we tried to it do was. yesterday. Because uh, I did, I did in one of the Christmas episodes I watched. I saw a little Will Cortland, <laughs> played by uh, James Patrick Stewart. Um, yeah. He was he was dating Haley at the time, and uh, Adam was like, "Oh, don't get too close." And he's like, "Oh no, don't worry about it. I'm just distracting her from the boy you don't want her to be with. This is all business. I'm sure it's not all business." I'm sure. I'm sure. Ah, good times. Matt Colonel Sanders, Matt Martin Gray. Come on. <laughs> Not Stella. Stella. Kaiwan. Hey, Kaiwan. I don't remember you being on here before, but I'm 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 good. Uh, this is why this is my you can't pretending sun dancer. I don't know what you're trying to say, Lil Will Horton. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Stella. What's Stella? What are we talking about? The chat is going off, Ma. They're having their own show right now. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Oh, my God. An hour and a half? Holy smokes. What else did we talk about? Um, uh, Laura's always great. Robert has the thing. They looked at the diamonds and were like, oh, no, there's a mystery here. Um, Victor punked out Rory. We talked about that. Uh, Cyrus and Victor, always good. I can't wait for Cyrus to get out of jail or for Victor to, or for Spencer to find out what Victor is up to and then violate the terms of his release so he can go back to jail to protect Cyrus. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting turn. 
Like he he and he and um and Trina are about to kiss and it's gonna be the thing, but then he's like, no, no, I can't. I still have to resist this. I need to go back to jail to protect Cyrus, like he protected me. Um, I don't know. That'd be fun. I'm actually kind of surprised that Uncle Victor, um, you know, he stole the turtle doves. Um, I, but he seems to want to see Trina and Spencer together. I'm surprised, actually. Oh, he wants love to prevail. You know, love is what makes the heart alive. Cyrus is going to be my new new steward. No, I'm so no, no, I'm so, I'm surprised that Uncle Victor wants oh, to see them together. That's that's an interesting turn because his last bit of advice about Trina was, um, "You can have love or you can have loyalty. Uh, pick Esme." So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, unless he just wants to see him happy, I I, I don't know because that's not really in uh, Uncle Victor's wheelhouse to to support relationships very much. Yeah, he wants the Cassidines to be just Cassidines. It seems right, right, okay. All right, all right. Well, Jakarius popped in to say hey, but he's still watching the show, prepping for his own. Uh, it is the Soap After Show with Jakarius Naylor. So check that out when you guys got a chance. I think he posts uh, more than a we, we do once a week and cover the whole week. I think he's posting every day after every episode. Uh, that's just too much of a time commitment for us. Until we're starting to make, you know, $1,000 per episode, that's not that's probably not going to be in our future. Um, <laughs> well, can you imagine doing 45 minutes every day? Um, that would be kind of rough. It it would it wouldn't be all that hard for me, but it, it was be. I would have to make money off of it. <laughs> well, it would be very difficult for you because you have a long work day. Yep, 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 yep. And, and I would, I have, I would have to work and then watch the show and then broadcast, and it, it would just be it would just be quite the investment of time. I wouldn't have a chance to like do anything else. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I uh, want more Heather. Joss isn't having any Nina uh, leeway. Makes me smile. Okay, so I guess that's the last thing we can talk about a little bit. Nina and Jocelyn. Having a conversation. Ultimately, Jocelyn kind of halfway through it going, uh, hmm. Mm -hmm. I might have traits that are similar to you now, and I hadn't realized that before. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You softened a little, little bit. Just the smidgen, and then, and then for Nina also to be like, "What the f are you even talking about? I'm, I'm not talking about what you're talking about. I think that you're too honest. I think that you tell me too much of what you think. Not, not, not enough." Um, uh, so interesting uh, thing for their what they're doing, what they're doing, mother, is turning Nina into the town gossip, big time. Well, she is a town gossip right now. That's right for now, sure. She, but this and is she, uh, this is a relatively new trait for Nina, though, to run around and just be like, "Oh my god, did you know that, mm -hmm. that I think that Willow and TJ are doing it in the supply closet? She's rubbing <laughs> his muscles, and he is really enjoying it in the supply closet, right?" And then there's um, yeah. And then there's this. I think Jocelyn's got more on her mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which already, Sonny's like already real pissed about all that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So speaking of Joss, says Herman, I'm glad to see her be so introspective because a uh, girlfriend doing anything she hates, Sonny and Nina, oh my goodness. Some of these, I'm sorry, I, I tried to read this as best as I can. I'm glad to see her be introspective because girlfriend doing everything she hates Sonny and Nina for because she's doing because because girlfriend because right. girlfriend is doing this that's what that's what they're saying okay yeah. girlfriend 
is doing everything that she hates Sunny and Nina for. And that's sort of where she sort of kind of landed on when she was chewing out Nina this week. Yeah, that's where she cracked a little bit because yeah. they, you know, she's, they showed us that she was thinking of her time with Dex. Yes, yes. And, and Nina then... finally found a real secret. <laughs> to a degree. Because <laughs> she, she expects it, she or she suspects it, you know. Um, I, I guess I guess there was enough contextual clues in the conversation for Nina to go, I think that Joss is cheating on Cameron. Mm-hmm. So... Good. I'm, I, I think Miss Wu kills Nina. Wow, that's that's random, Cheryl. <laughs> wow. No, I'm, I'm thinking honestly. I'm thinking that this new contingent that's coming into town is going to ally the Wu's and Corinthoses, not put them against each other. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it all comes out. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, Selena's got she got stuff going on that we don't know about too. There's more I than just the poker game. Show. I think we're going to see that um, uh, Selena's going to have a child. A kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be good. She didn't have a kid out there. Because she, she wanted to, you know, she mama beard a little bit mm-hmm. with Lisa. I'm with it. I'm with it. Don't forget to like the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Don't don't forget to like it before it ends. Uh, I really don't have any more to contribute when it comes to the Jocelyn Nina situation. I'm interested to see where it goes. Is um because because I mean to a degree Jocelyn lightened up a little bit. Carly lightened up big time when it came to Nina. Uh, when they interacted with each other last week, and Carly was just like, just take my advice and just stay away. Like that's gonna be the simplest thing. I'm not gonna call you a b word. I'm not going to kick you in the cooter. Just. (laughs) And she even told her. And she even told her. I believe you. Yeah. I believe that you were here to support Willow. Even. Or to support Sasha. Even though your choice making leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. But you know. um, Nina. um, She's easily triggered. You don't have to say much. To trigger Nina. To say something crappy. Daisy. Daisy, Daisy, Day, Daisy Flower Forty, and I quote: "Joss is not really cheating. How? How is how? How is she not really cheating? Is it because they haven't done it? Is that the level? I don't know. Because I feel like she's totally cheating. I think you kiss somebody like she kissed Dex. That's cheating. And and to admit that you don't have the same feelings for Cameron that you do for Dex, like it's 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 a cheating sitch. It's a cheating scenario." She has kissed this man twice, willingly and joyfully, and hasn't told Cameron. But hey, mm-hmm. I don't know what defines cheating, or do I? Well, everybody has a different idea of what cheating is. I think a lot of people have different idea, and I'll tell you where that stems from. Hmm. That's where it started in society, anyway. With one of our presidents saying, I did not have sex I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Exactly. It depends on what your definition of is is. Yes, yes, because that in that in that instance we learned that somehow oral sex is not sex. Not according to one Mr. William Jefferson Clinton. Right. Rory's Ms. Woo's. Maybe I think Rory's the hooker. I'm really looking forward to Rory being the hooker. Uh, Cheryl gives laughs. She's terrible, but I think the writers find her sweet spot. She's being good. She's good at being terrible. I think that Cynthia Watros is having an amazing time. Mm-hmm. It's been several months. I mean, the convention was in March. Where did the year go? But the convention was in March. Uh, and at least at that time, 
uh, it really seemed like Laura Wright, uh, Cynthia Watros, and Maurice Bernard were having a great time. And that was when, um, that was just around the time where it aired the whole Haunted Star hookup and the big explosion between that couple and, and all of that. So it was kind of in the heat, uh, the peak of the tension between those characters. Uh, having a great time. Having a great time. I wonder how Joss and her... Cynthia's already been on the show for a couple of years now. Uh, yeah, yeah, she took over for for um, Stafford a, a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Joss is not really. Oh, I didn't read that one. Um, yeah, she is not quite dead. Peter August has nothing to do with this new family. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Peter's ever coming back. Um, I would think. I wonder how Joss uh, Herman wonders. I wonder how Joss will reconcile what she's doing with what Sunny did. I need the writers to play that beat. I think that's what they're going. I think that she had this this moment of realization that she is not all that off when it comes to her decision making. She's learning what it means to love somebody versus lust somebody and or love lust somebody or care in a way that is beyond friendship or whatever it is that you want to assign. Uh, she's learning what all of that means. She's learning what it means to have more than one option out there at a time and such and how to navigate the complexities of that so i do think that we are definitely going to get um i think that jocelyn is going to return to sunny's side before everybody else because probably and not necessarily Mm -hmm. intervene on anybody's behalf but be more involved in the dangerous life that exists because she cares so much about dex so oh dex flips her switch doesn't he she sure does and she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna go on some adventures she's gonna I become so. our adventuress here for a little bit yeah like i've said for several months now they've been growing up jocelyn they have been they have been and now yeah so um the, the dorm was just step one before you know it they'll oh. be hiding in the safe house together when cameron um finds out you know and and Essentially gets broke up with. He's she's gonna break up with him. Or maybe hopefully he don't just catch him. I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope that you know Jocelyn tells him. But there really isn't a whole lot more that I see for Will for for um for Cameron after that. Uh, the only the, the 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 quickest, easiest, and most interesting direction that they could take is um, Brooklyn needing a new like being like I really actually enjoyed being a manager. <laughs> Let me try to actually do somebody else's career because Chase, unless unless they have some sort of forgiveness for each other, oh I I, I love you more than what you did for me. Um, mm-hmm. Chase is not gonna be continuing helping her. I don't mm-hmm. think. Unless his mor- morals get to him, where he's like, I just can't stop now. I'm going to see it to the end and then be done. Um, but Brooklyn is going to have a gap in story, and so is Cameron. Um, and so that's something that they can do, trying to navigate yeah, yeah, that that's what they could do. They could do that, or they could just have Cameron, you know, transfer to a different co- college and look in his wounds and leave him. Yeah, yeah. They could do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, like, like we said last week, or remember when I was like, he could start singing emo music, you know, like for the wedding singer. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Daisy, Daisy has expounded on her opinion a little bit. A kiss is not cheating. Um, well, there's two kisses. Um, so I don't know if the level of passion within the kiss matters. Uh, but that's an interesting note. Just when it comes to societal stance on kissing, there are people out there that find kissing to be the most intimate thing that you can do, and anything around that when it comes to 
banging each other is just banging. The kiss is where it's at, is where it exists for a lot kiss, of people out there. Kiss is where the intimacy lies. Right. Or you could definitely be on the other side of that where it's like, yeah, a kiss is a kiss is a kiss. I kiss my cousin. I kiss my grandma. I kiss my boss. I kiss all these people. I'm just a kisser. Not like this. Not like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I, like there, there's definitely a couple of different takes. And um, who, who says somebody said on here that there are um, there's there's many definitions of cheating. Um, I think that one thing that is something I hope that everybody can agree upon is that the emotional affair that Jocelyn is having is not in Cameron's favor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Esme or a new Emma? Hmm. I don't know. Cameron and Esme, Cameron and a new Emma. Well. I don't know. It just seems I, like. I a lot of people want to see, a lot of people want to see Emma come back. A lot uh, of people do. I'm, I'm for it too. I'm for it too. I'd like to see him come back too. Um, but they need for Cameron to stick around. They're going to have to grow Cameron up too. Yeah, they're going to need to grow Cameron up because he's still that little boy in high school with a job. Um, yeah, he's still, you know, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you were to if you were to end the relationship with Jocelyn and then put him with Emma or put him with Esme, it feels like we're putting Cameron with somebody just to put Cameron with somebody. Which I guess is fine because it's a soap and relationships are a core part of the stories that they tell. But maybe there's room outside of a relationship for Cameron to grow and blossom. Because what is a note that we have about somebody like Elizabeth or somebody who whose stories are primarily driven by the romances and not much else? Yeah, you know how you know how this week Jocelyn decided she wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. But why Cameron can decide he wants to be a cop? Something like that, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. They can move him to California, and then he'd be able to run into Emma. Now, when it comes down to it, they can send Cameron away for a couple of years while William Lipton focuses on music and focuses on on um, on uh, college. Mm -hmm. You run the risk of Lipton being like, eh, I'm now too busy to come back to the show in a couple of years. Yeah, he might have like something really cool happen to him, and that's not. But what he if he's still available, then maybe it could work out for him to go to this character to go to California for a couple of years and then come back with somebody like Emma. I like that idea even yeah. better. Yeah, Cam has grown. I think he could be alone for a while. Let Cam and Spencer spend more time bonding. Cameron and Spencer are a good pairing. I do like them together. Mm -hmm. Maybe Cameron will end up like a doctor. I've never heard what his major is. It's probably music. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm feeling like it's it's music related in some degree. I think when so it comes too. down to it, I would much rather listen to William Lipton sing than um than Wally Kurth. No, 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 no hate against Wally Kurth. I'm just more interested in William Lipton. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. They better not recast Emma. Well, then they got a couple of years to go. It's because uh, cause, uh, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Ray... Her real name. She's only sixteen. All these characters are now twenty. So, right. And so, not yeah. She's only sixteen, and you know, so she has restrictions on how much she can be on. And then there's you know set. just morality when it comes to kind of stories that they can tell with a sixteen year old. And then on top of that as well, by the time she's eighteen, these characters are going to be twenty five or even sore as even higher to thirty. And it, I think that the, the 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 age group that she was playing into has just moved on on the show a little too far. Uh, like when they recast Spencer, like. It just it's 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 moved past that generation of actors as much as we like seeing them on the show. However, if we don't see Emma for 10 years, 
that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then she could be age appropriate for whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly, I'm perfectly okay with them recasting Emma and bringing her back. And the reason why I am okay with it is because I really did not want them to recast Spencer. And it's actually been beautiful. Been good. Recasting Spencer has actually worked out very well. Mm-hmm. And so I am not so staunch about not wanting to do that any longer. I think yeah. that you know, really um, sometimes you can really have the character grow, not only with stories, but grow um, in the mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Characters, yeah. you know. Uh, Daisy says she doesn't want Emma and Cameron together. They're too boring. Good characters are boring. And it's true. You know, people who make good choices and love each other is not the most interesting TV uh, storylines that you can tell. The value of that comes in how they interact with the people who are making poor choices. For example, Stuart. If you had a show about Stuart Chandler, just an hour of Stuart all day long, it would be fun for a couple of days. But then after that, you'd be like, okay, Rosie Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Get a little tired. Yeah. But in how he interacted with Adam and all of the other characters on the canvas really made the fact that he was the good one the, 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 where it's at, why it works, why it's important, why it's interesting and compelling to watch. Because you want to see this person convince the bad guy to make the right choice. But, you know, they could with Emma, what they could do is they could bring Emma back and have her not be a goody two-shoes any longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's not. Yeah, maybe she's got a bad streak. Maybe she's more like her um, great aunt, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Alex, and not uh, so much like her grandmother, Anna. Maybe. Ooh, see, you know, she's got a little Peter in her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cameron and Molly, make it happen. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Molly, Molly's an interesting character in the fact that she's not really on. I don't know. Oh, and it's too bad they don't use Haley more often. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a spit. I love her. Yeah. I love her. I love her. I tell you what. Oh, what was she ch- telling off? And she was telling Shiloh off. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was delicious. Years ago now. Oh, years ago. It was years ago now. But man, oh, man. She just stripped him down with her tongue. It was awesome. Rick was Cam's stepfather at one time. Ick. <laughs> William Lipton is only 18. Um, Cool. But that also makes him still really agent appropriate for somebody who's 16. I know it's only, uh, what is it, two, two, two short little years, but those two short little years make all of the difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of difference. Yes. Well, they can, you know, they can have Emma be older. Yes. They would have to have another actress come in. So basically, so it, really when it comes down to it, these characters, are, so Emma, the character, is, is 18, 19, 20 years old now, like everybody else is. Right. I don't know, we haven't seen it. She is. They talked about her being in college. Yep. They mentioned it. Anna did. Anna and Robert had a, well, well yeah, she's in college now. Oh, that's great. Well, Wonderful. I'm Australian. Were, and the four of them were always have been the same age, you know? Yeah. Uh, Spencer and Cameron and mm-hmm. Emma. And Jocelyn. And yeah. Always been the same age. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, she can come back. Just it will definitely have to be somebody else. I would like to Cameron to be a little dark. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Lila Ray Alcazar, she's still rounds and abouts, just not in town. Mm-hmm. 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 I absolutely love soap characters, but I'm not keen to know about their personal lives, as I would feel it's none of my business the same way that I don't want to know about the public in my personal business. Are you talking about the actors' personal lives? I don't really care about the actors' personal lives either, unless they're, like, killing babies. You know, 
Well, something that's actually into, made me think of this. I don't know how you all feel about it. I don't know how I feel about it. The old, the whole TJ Holmes and Amy being um, taken off of G, GMA's third hour. Oh yeah. I understand that. Well, the, they, they were they were not with. They are not divorced. However, they are not with their spouses, and they have not been with their spouses for some time. It's just too controversial. I, I don't understand i don't understand why abc felt like they had to take those two off the air I mean, um, because the people because the people who hate things speak the loudest i know but if we can have a president in the past that says grab them by the hoo-ha well nobody was supposed to like that wow. <laughs> oh goodness uh i'm sorry that your two favorites were taken off good morning america Ma. uh William Lipton's 19 made a mistake. Well, however old William Lipton is, he can put on a really fun uh, concert. So if he's ever blown through town and you happen to have a chance to see him play with his band, you should. It's a good time. Quite talented. He's very talented. He's very, very talented. And he's a singer-songwriter. He's, yeah. he's talented. He's he wrote talented. Those, pretty much any song that he's performed on General Hospital, he's written himself. So Yes, he's, he's a talented young man. Yeah. Uh, has anyone seen Charlotte since she was rescued? No, Charlotte's being safely held somewhere where Valentine knows exactly where she is at all times. She's with her grandma, Laura. Is that where she is? Yeah, yeah well, there you go. Laura's seen her. <laughs> and then when we, that one time we did see her, it was the same little girl they used the time before. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Oh, Papa, I'm leaving. Papa, Papa, Papa. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, that's it. I'm getting on the elevator, Ma. Okay. You ready to get on the elevator too? You sure? I mean, you could, like always, if you want to stay, you can. I'll just. No, 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 no. Every time, the songs are I really try to do the something, every time, well, the one time, I try to do something. What happened? A Palmer Tech. Uh, she shut off our router. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about Palmer Cortland, and then boom, no more internet. Got in the way of, uh, of my broadcast signal. Industries just cut my connection. <laughs> That's all right. I called Spinelli. He wired me right back in. We're good. We're good now. We got through the full thing. It's been like two hours. It's been a long podcast. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm getting on the elevator. I'm going to go back down to the first floor. I'm getting into my car. I'm going to turn my radio to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all of your podcasting stations. You can't find it. Reach out to me on Twitter at 10th Floor GH. Let me know where you're looking. I'll add it there or I'll point you in the right direction. You can also subscribe to this channel so you can get the live broadcast every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Like this video while you are at it. Share it with your friends. Tell everybody how much fun the 10th Floor is. And I'm going to go spend some time with my family, and so should you. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. And we'll catch you right back next heat time right here on the 10th Floor. Bye. Bye. Oh.